Engaging presentations on the most urgent problem of our day and what you can do about it. Now, the End Abortion Podcast by Priests for Life. We are one movement, one people, one family, and one glorious nation under God. And together, we will make America powerful again. We will make America wealthy again. We will make America strong again. We will make America proud again. And we will make America great again. Yes, we will, friends, and we're going to talk about a couple of practical things we have to do to achieve that. I'm pro-life leader Frank Pavone, National Director of Priests for Life. Welcome to this program, Praying for America. And uh, a lot of practical things in regard to voter registration and some attitudes that we have to have clear, too, in order to get people to do those practical things. That's what I want to talk about just briefly tonight. Uh, Yesterday, was really happy to be at the book signing that Dan Bongino had in uh, Jensen Beach, Florida, just uh, an hour and a half south of... uh, where we are here at Priest for Life, and uh, great to uh, spend a few minutes chatting with with him and uh, his wife, Paula. I know many of you, uh, as am I, are uh, people, members of his audience uh, with his daily broadcasts. And uh, his book, uh, The Gift of Failure, uh, is, uh, is out now and is doing very well, and I recommend it to you. As I also recommend, Mark Levin's book, The Democrat Party Hates America. Uh, it came out just yesterday, and... Uh, Wow, it's going to be a great tool for this election. Talk about practical things. Start there. Uh, Get Mark's book. Read Mark's book. Read some of these other books. They're going to prepare you to make the case to your neighbor that we have to get the Democrats out of power. Let's talk about the Word of God. Let's go to Psalm 1, because this is a battle in our country between good and evil. Many people are recognizing and saying explicitly. It's just people keep saying it, including the folks that were there at the book signing yesterday. You know, this, these political battles are just the manifestation of a deeper spiritual battle. And Psalm 1 talks about that spiritual battle. Blessed is the man who walks not in the counsel of the wicked, nor stands in the way of sinners, nor sits in the seat of scoffers, but whose delight is the law of the Lord, and who meditates on his law day and night. He is like a tree that is planted beside streams of water that yields its fruit in due season and its leaves do not wither. In all that he does, he prospers. Not so the wicked, not so. They are like chaff that the wind drives away. Therefore the wicked will not stand in the judgment, nor sinners in the congregation of the righteous. For the Lord knows the way of the righteous, but the way of the wicked vanishes. Let us pray. O God, we pray that the way of the wicked would vanish in America. That the evil embraced, promulgated, and enacted into public policy and court decisions by the Democrat Party would vanish. Because the Democrat Party does hate America. Lord, we're not talking about so many of our brothers and sisters who are are your disciples too who happen to identify as Democrats, but nevertheless, they embrace our values and the values of your kingdom and the love of America. We're talking about the party leaders, the party elites, the politicians in high places who literally hate America. Father, keep us from the ways 
of the evil. Keep us from the ways of sin. Keep us from rebelling against your truth by saying a baby in the womb is not a baby or that a man is not a man or a woman is not a woman or that it's just up to us so that we write our own morality or we write our own commandments. No, we don't. We have your law, which is our way, a lamp unto our path. Lord God, we delight in the way of your commandments. We ask that you bless the steps of America in the elections of 2023 and 2024. Make your people wise. Let them rise up to action at this moment, which is more critical than any other. We pray this in the name of the only Lord, the only Savior, the one who alone is ruler over America, Jesus Christ. Amen. All right. Thanks, friends. You can leave your prayer comments, by the way, your prayer requests in the comments so that we can all know how to pray for you very specifically. You know, um, there are, as I said in that prayer, elections in 2023. Let's not forget about that. There is a lot of focus, and rightly so, on the 2024 elections, especially the presidential race. We've got to win back the Senate. We've got to increase the margins in the House. But one of the best ways to prepare for 2024 is to engage in 2023. Because, for example, if you register voters for elections and find out from your board of elections what local elections there might be in your in your state, in, in your county, we've got, of course, some big elections taking place in New Jersey, Kentucky, Louisiana, Mississippi, uh, Virginia. And we've also got uh, in Pennsylvania, I wanted to bring your attention to the Supreme Court election in Pennsylvania. You know, these, uh, well, let me just give you the details here. Uh, Republican Carolyn Carluccio is running for one seat on the Pennsylvania Supreme Court. That's this November, November 7th, 2023. Daniel McCaffrey, Democrat. The winner of this election will succeed Justice Max Baer, who died at the end of September. Now, the court was a 5-2 to two Democrat majority. Now, of course, it's 4-2 to two Democrat majority. And with the results of this Supreme Court election in Pennsylvania this November, we could turn it into a 4-3 to three margin. So again, depending on what the cases are, you could have a whole lot more judicially sane decisions. And I say that because the Democrats' approach to uh, jurisprudence is just insane. And a lot of them really hate the Constitution. Like we said, the Democrat Party hates America. Mark's book just came out. They, 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 they hate the Constitution. And the Democrat-appointed judges, well, you know, chances are their decisions are not going to be too uh, reflective of our Constitution. Pennsylvanians, pay attention to this Supreme Court race. Those of you that know people in Pennsylvania, talk to them about this Supreme Court race. It's crucially important. Sometimes judges are elected. Sometimes they're appointed. But you've got an opportunity in Pennsylvania to make a big difference. It's a swing state, all, all obviously. And court decisions also affect elections and rules about elections and, and all of that. So I wanted to bring that up. Secondly, I want to bring up the fact that yesterday, yesterday was National Voter Registration Day. 
Now, I know many of you participated in that. And, you know, obviously we can register to vote any day prior to whatever the deadlines are in our particular state for, for any particular election. So National Voter Registration Day is meant to be a, an impetus. It's meant to be a reminder for something we should be doing any and every day of the year. And so I want you to build on that. Let's say a little bit about voter registration. First of all, look, I'm saying in this program there are practical things we can do to win elections. We're not saying that this is any, there's, there's any magic bullet at all. There isn't, really. There isn't. It's a combination of a whole lot of things and a whole lot of patience and perseverance. We have a fierce and evil enemy, an enemy to America. It's no longer simply about R and D. It's about those who love America versus those who hate America. Many commentators have been making this point. It is a battle between good and evil. There are some Republicans that uh, aren't loving America too well. Brothers and sisters, we can't yield the field to the enemy just because the enemy cheats. Let's resolve something here tonight. That we are not going to let the thought even cross our minds that the evil that the other side does would prevent us from doing good. Follow me here, because this is a spiritual issue. That the evil that the other side does, people are going to say, oh, but they're going to cheat in the election. Yeah. Now, hopefully with all the reforms that have been passed in the various states, because there have been a lot of them, look them up, you'll see. There's more than you realize has been done for election integrity. Aside from the fact that the awareness of this has gone through the roof these last few years, not for the best of reasons either, but awareness of this has gone through the roof. So people are going to be more vigilant. Got to get poll workers out there. Got to get poll watchers out there. Sign up to do that. Become precinct committee men and women. We've talked about that on this program. Get involved at the local level. Oversee the elections taking place in your community. Be there on election day. Eyes and ears wide open. Ready to make sure that you're prepared. And when I say election day, I'm talking about election days. Get involved right from the beginning of whatever early voting season you may have in your state. So there's going to be an effort on the other side to cheat, because that's their nature. They're liars and cheaters. But I don't think they're going to get away with as much as they did in the past. And you always have a limit. I mean, you can cheat, you know, for a couple of percentage points. You can't pull it off for a whole lot more than that. So it's a different kind of dynamic that's going on with the lawfare, the political persecution slash prosecution. But the point I'm making is this, the mindset, the spiritual attitude we have to have. Yes, the other side is going to do evil. But is that supposed to prevent us from doing good? Yes, they'll steal some votes. But what's the next part of that argument? The next part of that argument is, well, then we have to get even more votes to make up for that. You don't retreat. You don't hand over the battlefield to the enemy just because they're the enemy. You don't hand over the country to them just because they're evil. The reaction on our part should be just the opposite. If we know that they're going to do evil, we've got to redouble our efforts at doing good. 
It's arithmetic. They're going to cheat on some votes. They can only get away with so much, especially in the current climate. Fine. We're not saying, oh, we're not looking at this with rose-colored glasses. Yeah, it is going to be cheating. But what does that say to you? Get up and fight. Get even more voters. And it starts now. You don't wait till election time. You don't wait till the first day of early voting to get more voters. We got to treat every day of early voting as election day. We've been saying this for many, many years. Now it's caught on more, more than ever on our side of the aisle. But brothers and sisters, it starts with voter registration. So I want to give you a practical website. I haven't talked about this in a while, but it's a website that we set up. There are various websites like this. Check your voter registration.com. Now that goes actually to, we have that domain, but it goes to the National Association of Secretaries of State to a page where you, upon entering your name and address, can make sure that the voter files in, uh, 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 in your state are accurate. So I'm saying this not just to those who are not registered, not only for you to tell those who may not be registered, but I'm saying it to all of us, all of us who are already registered. Do it today. When this program finishes, go to checkyourvoterregistration.com and just check your voter registration. Just make to have the peace of mind to know. Because why? All right. There's going to be shenanigans on the other side. Yeah, well, then make sure they're not playing games with the voter files. And make sure your information is exactly what it's supposed to be, okay? Exactly what it's supposed to be. What are some of the things that might change the information on the voter rolls about you? Now, first of all, make sure that you are registered, okay, in the first place. If you know you're not, then register. But, and if you know family members or friends who aren't, or you're not sure, talk to them about it. Not telling them how to vote. You're telling them to register and get informed, get activated. And if we activate people for the 2023 elections, by the way, and we got them activated for 2024, you get them registered now, you got them registered later. But check to make sure that there hasn't been any funny business going on with the voter files that contain your name. Secondly, has there been a change in your life? That needs to get reflected on your voter file. For example, change of name, change of address. Or has it been a while since you gave your local board of elections, your polling place, that signature of yours to go on file? Because the, you show up to vote in most places, you're going to have Okay, they've got your name in the book. Here you are, okay, and you see your signature there. And then they ask you to sign, or you've signed your ballot, and the signatures have to match. Now, it could be, I, in fact, I have some of my close associates who say, hey, hey Father Frank, your, your, your signature has gotten worse over these recent years. And it probably has. They say, oh, it looks like a, a chicken scratch. Uh, maybe, you know, I mean, as time goes on, sometimes our signature changes. So maybe you want to re- Go to your board of elections and say, I need to, to, to you know, redo my signature so that on the election day and then election days in the, in the, uh, in the near future, it's going to match well enough 
that they don't stop and say, hey, wait a minute, this is not, not valid because it doesn't match. You don't want that to happen to your vote. Party affiliation is another thing that you may want to, that you may need to update on your voter registration file. The point is, go to checkyourvoterregistration.com and encourage others to do so. And let's make sure we are getting this right. Now, here's another point. If you used to live somewhere else in a different state, let's say, or you know people in among your circle of, of, of friends and acquaintances and, and, and uh, uh, relatives, they used to live in a different state. Go back to the voter, the board of elections in that state, and make sure that your voter registration in that state has been canceled. Take the deliberate step of doing that. If somebody in your family has passed away, where were they registered to vote? You may need to get a copy of the death certificate. Make sure the Board of Elections has it, knows that they've passed away, and removes their name from the voter files. Why is this so important? Because the Democrats cheat. And, the, and they'll take that. If the voter registration hasn't been, I had this happen to a friend who lived in one state, moved to another state. They, they still had them not only register, registered, but they had them voting in the state where they no longer lived. Now, I mean, we know the stories of this multiply and multiply, but it's just somebody that I know that exactly what happened to them is they decided to check. They decided to go back to the board of elections where they used to live in the other state and say, hey, do you have my name on the voter on the voter rolls? No, you could try entering your name and address where I told you that check your voter registration Try to enter your name and your old address and see what happens. Because if you're still showing up in a state halfway across the country where you don't live anymore, you got to tell them to get your name off those voter rolls. Because otherwise, what's going to keep them, especially if they have these mail-out ballots, oh, let's just send live ballots across the board to everybody, whether they've requested them or not. Problem is, where do they end up? They're not going to go to you. They're gonna, somebody else is going to pick up that live ballot. And maybe they'll fill it out with the candidate of their choice, and they'll put your name on there. And lo and behold, there's a fictitious vote. We've got to be wise to this stuff. There's plenty of people listening to me right now whose names are on some other voter roll where they're not going to vote because they don't live there anymore. Make sure they cancel. So there's practical things like this, brothers and sisters, that I just wanted to... I'm out of time. I've got something uh, I have to get to here. Uh, But practical things that we all need to be doing and thinking about. Let's get practical. Let's win these elections. Winning the elections means winning the ballots. It's the ballots. It's the integrity of the ballots. It's the number of ballots. And again, it's the spiritual attitude that says, you know, whatever evil the other side is going to do, crowd out the evil by doing good. It's a biblical principle. Overcome evil with good. Let's pray. Lord, thank you for the opportunity to register to vote in this country. Thanks for the opportunity to activate your citizens, our brothers and sisters across this land, to take action now, to to, to wake up now, to be activated now, as if it were election day today. 
This is the only way we're going to we're going to win. Our our troops have to be standing up at attention, ready to march. Father, this activity, this eagerness, this action, this energy comes from your spirit. That's why Lord God, this is a spiritual battle because one of the one of the the tools of the enemy is that discouragement is that 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 indifference is that defeatism oh they're going to do this and they're going to do that so why it's, it's not you, you, worth me doing anything no lord god that's not your spirit at all your spirit rouses us for the battle your spirit thrusts us into the battle and with all full peace and joy and conviction makes us ready to win the battle We pray now for America in the words Jesus gave us. Our Father who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our trespasses as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and glory forever and ever. Amen. Check your voterregistration.com. Friends, the word of God, don't be deterred. Spirit of God, be filled with action and pass that along to others. I'm pro-life leader Frank Pavone. Connect with me on social media at FR Frank Pavone on all the major platforms at FR Frank Pavone. And uh, uh, stay connected with our ministry too. We're at endabortion.us. You know, that sounds like a pretty good mission, right? End abortion. That's part of making America great. That's part of saving our nation endabortion.us, and support our work, if you would. Support our work at prolifegift.org. We rely only on people like you, and we need your help to do this life-saving, America-saving work at prolifegift.org. Thank you for your consideration of that, and we'll talk to you tomorrow. Priests for Life, saving lives for over 30 years. This has been the End Abortion Podcast. To learn more, to help end abortion, and to connect with us on social media, visit endabortion.net.